What channel will you be watching Cubs baseball on in 2022? Heck, will they even be playing Locked on Cubs Wednesday edition now? You are Locked on Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Good morning, Locked On family. Welcome in to Locked On Cubs. I'm your host, Andrew Bellison. For those of you that don't know me, I was a public address announcer at Wrigley Field for 10 years and now am pleased to join you, the Locked On Cubs family. Thanks for taking the time this morning, for making Locked On Cubs your first listen of the day. Heck, thanks for taking the time each and every morning for making Locked On Cubs your first listen. We are proudly part of the Locked On podcast network free and available wherever you download your favorite podcast so please check us out engage with us on social media man i love it i love it i love to talk ball nl central cubs with you at locked on cubs twitter for the show at chicago cubs pa twitter for myself so thank you seriously for taking the time each and every morning to be with us uh, it means the world, honest to goodness. So it's great to have you with us. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Awesome stuff today. Cubs free agent signing, uh, farewell to a former coach, some other bullets that I want to get to. The big question is if and when we do get to baseball in 2022. What channel will the Cubs be playing on in terms of viewing on television? This is interesting. But first, we've got no offseason. We've got no baseball. Spring training supposed to start next week, and we've got nada. So where does that leave us in the world of Major League Baseball, other than the bickering of two sides trying to hash out a collective bargaining agreement? Well, it's projection time. And I, I'll be, I'm going to be honest with you. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't, I like to read the projections. I like to read the forecasts. I like to read all the experts' opinions on what's going to happen. And then I like to go back on it at the end of the year and see what came true and what didn't. Because, you know, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, we all fluff our mouth now this time of year that never comes to fruition. And I'm guilty of it as well. But Zip's projections, who is one of the more credited, obviously, reputable groups that handle stuff like this, has their 2022 numbers out. Um, the most recent that they've released is their 26-man roster projections for each club, as well as the individual stats for each player. So I want to go over that, and we're going to do this in a few different parts. So today's going to be the Cubs infield, and what they project is the 2022 uh, Cubs infield as part of their 26-man rotation. Um, let me preface this by saying the offseason hasn't concluded yet because presumably when there is a new collective bargaining agreement and the Players Union and Major League Baseball do come to terms, we will essentially have the conclusion of the offseason that we left at the beginning of December, free agency-wise. A lot of great players that don't have homes right now uh, in terms of teams to play with next year. Number two, designated hitter going to come to the National League. So that is going to change and reshape rosters across the National League. So 
it really transforms the way you look at things, potentially bringing in a big name free agent where you might not have a defensive spot for him. It's a big, bad signing potential, in other words, post-lockout. And three, Major League Baseball rosters rules were tweaked. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you remember this or not, but during the COVID uh, shortened season, et cetera, the league had planned to allow teams to carry 30 teams to combat this. Then it dwindled down to 28 and eventually 26 as the season unfolded. League never reached the final number with the pandemic, obviously wreaking havoc across the league at that point. So rosters will stand to 26. So here we go. Part one, thanks to Zips, position players, Cubs, projections. Catcher behind the plate. This one's easy. Wilson Contreras, he's going to make the 26-man roster. Uh, almost 30 years old. He'll be 30 years old very soon. Nice season last year. And we've talked a lot about Wilson early on as my time <clears throat> as host of Locked on Cubs. 21 homers a year ago, 57 ribbies. Um Hit almost 240. A little bit of a down year. We talked about it, you know, as a bounce back, but he battled leg injuries, which killed him offensively uh, from the pounding that he takes behind the plate. Obviously, the starter heading into the season, entering the final year of his deal, I'd like to see him locked up for three or four or five. I mean, I don't know if they'd want to go that long on a catcher with a history of lower leg injuries, but, man, I, I love the fire. I love the passion. You love his fire at the plate, his offensive output, capability. And in his case, you love the idea of the designated hitter coming to the National League. You can get him a handful of starts at first base to rest those legs, get him a handful of, st of, of starts in the designated hitter role to rest those legs, get him 120 or so, 110, whatever, 100 games behind the plate. You've got Jan Gomes as potentially the best second catcher in the, in the whole National League behind him. So it's, it's a good situation for Wilson. I hope they resign him rather than trade him midseason. But the Zips projections for him, 120 games, 20 homers, 62 ribbies, 240 average. I think, I think, this is just me saying this, he puts up much better numbers than that because he's going to be so much more fresh in terms of his legs. Heading over to first base, Frank Schwindel, going to make the 26-man roster according to Zips, no doubt about it. Rizzo traded to the Yankees last year at the deadline. First base gig with Schwindel's to lose. Played 51 games and just crushed the ball. 342, 13 taters, 40 ribbies. Had an OPS of over 1,000, 56 games total, started 51 at first base. Now, there is some regression, of course. Zips has him projected at 116 games, 22 taters, 72 ribbies, and a 270, 267 to be exact batting average for 2022. Now, we did a show the other day about bringing Rizzo back. There was talk about it, not out of the question. I think with the landscape of the lockout, it's going to change the way the free agent market looks and some of the goings-on in terms of the free agent market compared to how it would have been had it been a normal offseason. So we'll keep our eye on that. Heading around the diamond to second base, Nick Madrigal. I love this player. I love this deal. This was part of the Kimbrell deal to the White Sox last year. Madrigal is a contact hitter with something they have needed for years, the Cubs offensively. Um, <clears throat> this team has been all or nothing for a long time. So Madrigal is such a nice change of pace. Only 24 years old, 305 hitter with a couple of long balls in 54 games for the Sox last year before he had uh, season-ending surgery on his hamstring in June. They've got him, meaning Zips, at 100 games next year, three homers, 32 ribbies. But here's the key, 295 average, 340 on base. That's what you're getting out of him. This guy is going to be fun to watch 
ball player to the definition. You're going to like Nick Madrigal. If you didn't see him play with the Sox a lot, you're going to love him here on the north side. Similar player in my eyes going around the diamond shortstop, Nico Horner. If Nico's healthy, um, you got two great contact hitters up the middle. How old school is that? I love that. With Horner at short, depending on what happens again in the free agent market with Correa or otherwise, and Madrigal at second base. 44 games last year for Nico. Um, 302, 16 ribbies. Remember, this guy was a 24th overall pick in 2018. So need him to stay healthy. Need him to stay healthy. Him and Madrigal up the middle really good. Could improve that shortstop position with the free agent splash too. I mean, we've talked about it at length, but you're not in bad hands if you do not. Zip's projections for him, 86 games, 277, 341 on base, 31 ribbies. You got a great combo up the middle with those two if things do remain that way. Young contact hitters, you got to love that. And rounding out the infield at third base, Patrick Wisdom. Uh, much like Schwindel, Wisdom was given permanent time last year after the deadline uh, deal that, uh, that sent KB to the Giants. Uh, Wisdom was a Cardinals first round pick, as a matter of fact, took advantage. 28 home runs last year and 61 RBIs. He hit just 231, but he did finish uh, fourth, believe it or not, in the NL Rookie of the Year voting in that short sample size. 28 long balls. Insane. Zips has him projected at 116 games, 29 home runs, 72 ribbies, 225 average, 300 on base. Be interesting to see how all this shakes out. Again, this is all up in the air. The offseason hasn't even finished yet because we haven't got there because the lockout. So these will change. But based on Zip's projections today, this is how the roster, the 26 man shakes out, at least in terms of infield for the Cubs and their projections. And let's be honest, <clears throat> it's a pretty good stuff right there. I, I think uh, as a Cub fan, you should be very pleased with that, regardless of what happens moving forward once we do finally get to the offseason. We'll take a look at the outfield uh, in our next uh, next go-around of the Zips projections, and then we'll get to the pitching as well. Not a ton of surprises, but again, it'll be interesting to, to see how things shake out and, uh, and see what happens once the offseason does resume, if and when the CBA is finally hashed out. Next year, we do get to baseball, let's say, and you want to watch your Chicago Cubs. What channel are you going to do that on? We discuss some of the news regarding Cubs television network coming up here shortly. Before we do, I want to talk about Bilt Bar. I know you've heard us talk about this at length, but it's the time of year that most people decide to say kaput with the New Year's resolution. Guess what? I hope that's not you this year because if you've incorporated Built Bar into your routine, you've made it a lot easier to stay healthy. They taste so good. 140 calories, four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein in most bars. That's nothing. It's like half of the junk and sugar that's in a normal candy bar, but they taste like a candy bar. Have you tried the puffs? If you haven't, do it. Puffs are... The first ever protein-infused marshmallow. Get this. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. The flavors that Bilt Bar has are sensational. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond. New for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. Go get it. Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15. You're going to get 15% off your order. Just use promo code LOCK15 at Built.com. Cubs Television Network discussion next.
Locked On fam, welcome back into Locked On Cubs. I'm your host, Andrew Bellison. Thank you for taking the time each and every morning to be with us. I'm telling you, it means so much to me. I love this podcast. I do. I was never into podcasting before this. Uh, when Lockdown approached me and hired me to host this show, I got into it. I love it. I'm embracing it. I hope you enjoy it as well. Please engage with us socially. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like at Chicago Cubs PA at Locked on Cubs. Thank you for taking the time each and every morning to make us your first listen. Whatever you're doing, we are free and available wherever you download your favorite cast. So please check us out. Check us out on YouTube as well. Locked on Cubs YouTube page. Have some fun there as well. It's Super Week. Brought to you by Get Upside, and there's no better place to get coverage of the big game than Locked On NFL Podcast. Locked On Bengals, Locked On Rams are in L.A. all week covering the big game. So definitely do yourself a favor and check them out. So no baseball, obviously, right now. Spring training set to begin next week in terms of pitchers and catchers reporting, but that is going to be out the window so when we do get to ball, where can we catch Cubs baseball in 2022? Interesting report from the New York Times here the other day. It says the Cubs are in talks with media giant Sinclair Broadcast to launch a streaming service for customers without a cable or satellite television subscription. This is big news, and there's been significant pushback on this from Major League Baseball for obvious reasons. In a deal that insiders say could have league-wide implications, essentially the Cubs and Sinclair are angling to launch the new service following a tough round of negotiations with cable TV giant Comcast more than a year ago, which resulted in capping monthly fees for the Marquee Sports Network, the broadcaster of local Cubs games, according to sources close to the situation. Now, this was the big deal when Marquee was launched. There was a nice buzz about it. Finally have your own television network, going to generate a lot of revenue for your club to reinvest into the field, et cetera, et cetera. Win, win, win. But it carried a price tag. And a lot of customers, a lot of fans unhappy with this amount, given the fact that for so many years, they turned on WGN and got the games for nothing, or they turned on Comcast Sportsnet and got the games for nothing. Heck, back in the day with the Superstation, you get WGN all over the country and watch Cubs baseball for nothing. So Commissioner Manfred is leery about this whole proposal, according to this report. He's concerned that Sinclair does not have enough capital because they're loaded down with debt from recent acquisitions to produce high enough quality broadcasts. That's kind of the, the concern there from the league office in terms of, of this potential setup. So what is the structure right now? I mean, you go to your TV, you turn on marquee if you have it, and you watch Cubs baseball. The Cubs own Marquee Sports in a 50-50 partnership with Sinclair, okay? The Cubs are one of the most valuable franchises in all of sport, but in all of baseball for certain. So if the team begins broadcasting its games directly to consumers, it'll likely set a precedent for other franchises to quickly follow suit. So it's a domino effect, no doubt, which we see across the league in, in terms of, of different uh different outlets. I mean, when the Cubs revamped Wrigleyville and Wrigley Field, front office staff made numerous trips to Boston to, to see the way they handled the Fenway modernization to not copy, but to pick and choose what they wanted to use. So it would definitely be 
Kind of the same thing in this realm with the Cubs being the guinea pigs here if this comes to fruition. What does this mean for us, essentially, as viewers, as fans of the team itself, wanting to make sure we have coverage of them on TV at all times? One key point of concern for Major League Baseball is that an $18 a month price tag is being floated for the new Cub streaming service. Um, that's a tab that's higher than what users pay for other streaming services like Netflix, HBO Max, Disney Plus. Uh, league officials fear that it'll be too high for the average fan. And I mean, let's be honest, 18 bucks a month, you know, puts you over 200 bucks for the year for one channel, we'll call it, and outprices you over, you know, a Netflix or an HBO or a uh, a Disney Plus already. That's a heavy price tag to carry, in my opinion. Is this worth it to you? Um, I think it's outrageous in terms of cost. You know, 200 plus a month for something that obviously used to be no charge. And I know times are changing, so I'm not trying to sound like that old curmudgeon talking about things back in our day. But that's a heavy price tag for... Um, a product like this when you compare it to some of the other streaming services, especially. Now, this is all just hearsay, essentially. Nothing set in stone. Nothing is coming to fruition here tomorrow. Next year, you're going to turn on Marquee Sports Network and you're going to watch Chicago Cubs baseball if you have it. That's the setup. But this is all potentially in the works and something that really could change viewership league-wide because, like I said, other teams are going to be on board. Mike McCarthy, who's the general manager of Marquee Sports Network, said in this New York Times article that we're always exploring options. There's nothing definite to announce. So that's where they stand on that. I will say this. I have a little bit of a personal uh, connection with this. Mike McCarthy hired me to be the voice and narrator of Marquee Sports Network when I was with the Cubs as the public address announcer Wrigley Field. Um he also let me go when I stepped away from being the voice of Wrigley Field because I wasn't tied into that world anymore, which is completely fine. Mike is very fair in terms of giving opportunities to people that he thinks deserve to have an, to have an opportunity. Um, and he's also extraordinarily qualified and knowledgeable about the industry that he is in. I mean, he has revolutionized the sports television industry for the last 20 plus years. I have no doubt that anything he is involved in would have great success. Mike is a very, very intelligent man when it comes to this industry. Um, he knows the formula. Let's put it that way. So it should be an interesting battle moving forward between him and the league and others. Um, but nothing is set for now. I will say this, if it's going to get done, Mike McCarthy is the one who will get it done. And don't balk at the price tag yet. Let this play out, see what the final verdict is. Could this, this could be a really cool addition for us fans in terms of adding another dimension to viewership down the road. We'll see. We'll see how everything shakes out. Cubs news and bullets coming up here shortly. Before we get there, I want to let you know that Bet Online has you covered all season long with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the playoffs right to the big game here in just a couple days. Are you ready for Super Bowl time? BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news all season long. It's not just football. 
Bet Online has up to the minute info on pro and college hoops, the National Hockey League, boxing, UFC, along with live real time updates of all current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available for the 2022 season. Bet Online, where the game starts. Cubs news, notes, nuggets, tidbits right after this. Locked on Cubs rolls on next. Locked On family, welcome back in Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, all Cubs all the time. At Chicago Cubs PA, at Locked On Cubs for the show's Twitter. Please engage with us socially. It's a lot of fun. Can't, can't wait to talk more baseball with you. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like. Let us know your thoughts. Big, big show announcement tomorrow. I will say that. Awesome guest coming up later this week. So excited to chat with him. We'll have more info on that later on in the week. Some tidbits and a little wrap-up points in the world of Cub here before we round this one out. I don't know if you heard, but the Iowa Cubs, AAA affiliate out of Des Moines, have increased their schedule for 2022 to 150 games. The addition to the AAA schedule will now better align with Major League Baseball season and the ability to have players available through their respective pennant races. Um, at the conclusion of the new 150-game schedule, there'll be a AAA playoff this year. More details on the playoff structure will come at a later date. So 150 games now, 12 short of a major league schedule for the Iowa Cubs at the AAA level. Did you hear about the newest Cubs signing? It's John Hicks, minor league contract. He is a catcher, should provide some extra backup backup to Wilson and Jan Gomes, among others. Listen. Cubs used a bazillion catchers last year behind the plate. They're doing everything in their power to ensure that they have the depth and also avoid doing that again, but have the manpower should they need it. Hicks, 264 major league games from 2015 to 2021 for the Mariners, Tigers, and Rangers. Back in 2019, hit 13 homers and 95 games for the Tigers. And last year, he smacked four homers in just 10 games for the Rangers. So good pop for Hicks. For the Rangers AAA club at Round Rock last year, great year for Hicks at the plate. 290, 336 on base, 520 slugging, 13 homers in just 64 games. So John Hicks, welcome to the Chicago Cubs organization. And finally, former Cubs hitting coach Anthony Iaposi joins the Red Sox. He's going to be a senior hitting coordinator for the Red Sox organization. want to thank you once again for taking the time out of your morning to join us here on Locked On Cubs. You are this show. I'm just along for the ride. Thank you for making us your first listen. We ask that you make your second listen, Locked On Bets. It's your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked On Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available wherever you download your favorite podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being with us again today. And listen, big show announcement tomorrow. Special guest later this week. You're going to love it. Can't wait to tell you and share. This has been Locked On Cubs. Happy, happy Wednesday. Have an awesome day. We'll talk to you next time.